The following is not intended for younger audiences. The opinions expressed do not reflect the views of the podcaster's employers. Now, sit back, relax, and enjoy the one and only Two Dudes, One Double Feature. Welcome to a Two Dudes special presentation. I am Dude One Richard. I can't really roll my name like that. I'm Dude Two Joe. <laughs> joe <laughs> If that, that doesn't work, but I try. I, I guess I appreciate the effort. No, you don't. No, 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 wait, wait, hold on, wait. I gotta do this right. No, you don't. Thank you, Sam Neil. Alright. <laughs> For, like, the five people that get that uh, possession. Um. <laughs> it's on Shudder. Go watch it. It's 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 wild. But, yeah. Welcome. Welcome to a special presentation. Um, if if you're just joining our show, this isn't how we normally do it. This is, like, uh, when we want to do just one movie, like, or show some sort of special thing. And that's what this is all about. We've done three, three other ones. Yeah. Uh, which I still have two that I need to finish editing basically <laughs> they're there like just whatever the, yeah they'll be good for a rainy day you know so the first if you want to go listen to those we've done uh andor we did the first season of uh, we didn't House put up dragon we didn't put up andor yet oh um well <laughs> we have an andor episode in in, in the in the in the you know run works um <laughs> those that's the one we did put up um, yes. and, uh, we got Avatar and House of the Dragon. So if you want to go listen to those, we also have a playlist for these on SoundCloud. Um, it just is to do special presentation and it, it'll include this one, um, as well. And for this one, um, this movie that we're talking about today is clearly like, it's a, it's a breakout hit. It's something that everybody's been talking about. And I recently, uh, showed it to Joey and it's it's just it's something that's worth experiencing it's worth talking about so Joey what is our special presentation about today <laughs> this, is, this is the build up here yeah so <laughs> <laughs> all right all right all right all right all right. Arr. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, we are talking about Richard. We are talking about Rise, Roar, Revolt, SS Rajamali's RRR. Arr, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> this um, this was on my radar for a while. Um, just you know, and I know, like, when did it? Do you remember when it popped onto Netflix? Um, I want to say like maybe late summer, maybe early fall, maybe, maybe earlier than that, maybe before summer. It, it was on, like in May of this year, which, all right. So it wasn't May, um, which is crazy to think about. Um, but this was on my radar for a while. Um, cause everybody was posting gifts, 
about of the of the specifically not too not too sequence which we'll talk about everyone saying oh my gosh this movie is amazing uh mm-hmm. patrick willems saw this several times in theaters youtuber filmmaker patrick willems he did a video about it um which we'll put in the description um i think is a really good video um but i remember you were like you you watched this and you're like joey you get, we, we, we gotta we gotta watch this together you know because because it's a movie about best friends yes like listen if you're gonna watch a movie about best friends might as well watch it with your best friend <sighs> yes yes you, you might as well i suppose <laughs> <laughs> sure i guess maybe <laughs> do we need to i don't know but is i'll do a, it anyway is that a <laughs> written rule <laughs> it should be write that down write that down write that down <laughs> yeah we're, we are or at least i am insufferable um <laughs> it's the notes are even like do you know well you watch the video do you know why it's called rrr well that was the conceptual title at first because that was like the you know because they because they had um rajamal uh, well, they had Rajamali. Yes, and NTR Junior, um, and they they because they were they're huge in India, um, they're huge in India, and that was just the working title for the for the movie, um, and they were able to retroactively make it like you know rise roar revolt where you're like okay all right that works well enough, um, but then they just kept it as R R R. Because it's like it's it's got it's got multiple meanings now, but it's mostly like the names of the three like like headliners. It's like it'd be like if uh, like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood would be like L B Q, yes, <laughs> or L B M if you didn't want to add in Tarantino, right? So it'd be it's it's kind of like it's kind of like that, you know. But yeah, um, this movie is insane. In the best possible way. <sighs> um, it's really one of those movies, um, you know, our, our description, however long we're going to talk about it, it will not do this movie any sort of justice. It has to be seen to be believed. Mm-hmm. But yeah, RRR, um, you talked about the title, but like also, you know, these, you know, the two actors, uh, Ram, uh, Ram Charan and um, NTR Jr., uh, N.T. Rama Rao, Rao Jr. Ram Rao Jr. Uh, they're, they're huge. They're huge in India. And then Rajamali has made, like, some of the biggest um, Indian movies of all time. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's a big... You know, people... They were talking about in that video, just the reaction to the trailer was in, was insane. Or the reaction to the, the clip of Natu Natu. Like, the 10-second clip. It's also on that note. It's worth noting that at least, at least in my case, I'm not in any way familiar with Indian cinema outside of like what most people are with like Bollywood stuff. This is not a Bollywood movie, aka by the way. But so as far as like our knowledge on like all this stuff, this is like I feel like I I just learned a lot of this when this movie came out, and so. Uh, I guess I guess my point is like we're trying our best, um, but we want to do this movie justice for sure. Um, but yeah, like I the one thing I do know is that like cinema in India is is 
feels like much more of like a celebratory thing. Not that it's not here, but like, you know, like you were saying, like people go to see this movie in India, they're in the aisles dancing to the songs and, and like, like they're like, I, I was watching the director on Seth Meyers, which was so cool that like, you know, the movies gained that much traction that, you know, now these guys are just on like, like American, you know, talk shows and whatnot. Um, and he was talking about like, oh, when uh, you know one of the actors would show up in the movie, like confetti would be shooting in the air, yeah, or like people would be ripping newspapers and just chucking them into the <laughs> air, like yeah, like that's just that's just awesome, yeah. If you ask me, like that's so fun. It's it's it obstructs the movie, but, but it's so fun. But it's part of the. I mean, I guess it's part of the experience. You know, the experience too. Um, yeah. When, when you see a movie in a theater, so you can't get that when you're just you're streaming on this on your couch at home. It's a different uh, different kind of thing. It's a little sadder when you're by yourself. <laughs> if you're throwing confetti by yourself, I mean, if you got friends over, maybe it's a little bit different. But if you're by yourself, you're just going woo. <laughs> it's all it, maybe it's a little weird yeah <laughs> but no it's it's it definitely feels like more of a celebration um and it's it's a worthy celebration because like this movie this movie it's like like it's funny because when uh joey was posting his review on letterbox he said uh but wait there's more <laughs> and it's like that's the best way to describe this movie because it's like it's got everything it has everything. Because, like, I think about, like... I'm going to bring up a movie that I really like. Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Really fun movie. We, ta- movie. we talked about it. It's a good movie. The yeah. best action scene comes in, what, 30 minutes into the movie? And then it's just kind of like... The other stuff is fun. Don't get me wrong. But it's like... There's... I feel like in a lot of... Um, a lot of, like, modern action movies, there's never... Like you get one really cool scene maybe in the beginning or halfway through, and then it it doesn't progress or build on anything. Whereas this movie, just everything that they do is just like, how is this gonna get better? How is this gonna get better? And they manage to equal or top themselves in like every like avenue possible. Every every single step, uh, every move they make, I enjoyed watching it. <laughs> That's paraphrasing the song lyric but anyway um (laughs) like the movie like the movie everything everywhere all at once which is a great movie but i'm like you could apply that name to this title to the it would fit it would fit because this movie it would totally this movie is everything it's it's a musical it is a historical epic it is a romantic comedy it is a buddy (laughs) buddy comedy it is a great action movie Like, everything you want like even like vibe wise like it's intense it's exciting it's cute it's freaking cute at times, which is insane. It's very sincere. It's very sincere, which, you know, we're fans of sincerity on this show. Um, and just, like, like again, everything about... It's so good. But anyway, let's, let's talk about the plot a little bit. Sure. Because there's, there is, there's a, lot of, uh, a lot of plot to talk about here. So our central characters, we have Beam, we have Rom. These are our, these are our two guys, played by NTR and Rom Karan. Uh, Ch- Charan. Did I say that right? We'll, fi- we'll, fix, we'll, we'll it. fix it. We'll make <laughs> we'll ourselves look it. smart. <laughs> I always feel like we got to keep that part in. <laughs> just, just so you know, like, listen, we're we're, we're idiots. We understand it. But we we, 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 we are idiot savants. <laughs> Is, you know, uh, I can take that. Yeah. But, <laughs> um, but yes. 
Yeah, so we got Rom and Beam, or Fire and Water, as they're kind of described. So, basically, this is set during uh, British occupation of India, like, in, like, like during World War Two or whatever, World War This is the 20s. Somewhere around there. Because, the 20s, okay. B- because um, these are actually based on two historical figures. Um, yes, who, I do know that. Who never met. Um, in real life, and it's also important to remember, too, this is like, you know, imperialism and stuff, Britain's um, control over India at this time. So these guys were real-life revolutionaries. It almost, it's like the big action musical version of Amadeus, because, like, Mm -hmm. most of that movie is bullshit, but it's like, who fucking cares? It's three hours of awesomeness. (laughs) It's it's like I think I think Rajamali has gone on record as saying that uh, a big inspiration for this movie was speaking of Tarantino and Glorious Bastards, mm, yeah, and how like that movie is essentially uh, a riff on you know a history without actually being about anything historical, and it's like you know hey let's let's just have some some badass Jewish people kill Hitler, yeah, that's essentially what it is, and so that's kind of where this movie's coming from in, in the similar angle yeah except i don't think it says it's it's not tarantino let's just say no but it's it's the inspirations there. um but yeah there's these two these two guys um what's important about them is that they they start they they they, sh- they should be an enemies um mm. you know like when we when the when the story proper starts rom um you know rom is this incredible soldier um you know, like A plus, top tier, best of the best. Like a one man army, and he is denied a promotion because of you know, he's working for the British. He's working for the Brit. Yes, thank also, you. Um, yes. But he's denied a promotion because I'm sure you can guess race. Um, mm. You know, um, but then this opportunity opportunity arises uh, because they want to capture this for this forest guy Beam, but they, the shepherd, the, the shepherd. Um, you know, uh, who is introduced by like taking on a wolf and a tiger. <laughs> like both of these scenes, both of their introductions, like perfectly set up their characters, right? Like, you know, they're both like ballsy and like badass, but like Rom, like Rom is clearly like, I think he's like got the in- intellect and more of like the strategic thinker, whereas Beam is the raw like I can lift up motorcycles and throw them at people. <laughs> like, like it's 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 mind and emotions essentially. Yes, you know, like 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 Beam is very much like emotionally driven. He's not. It's not like he's not intelligent, but like, oh, I'm actually watching the movie as we're talking, and Beam just showed up. He's like shirtless and short shorts. This beautiful shot of like the water starting and then it turns and now he's pouring blood on his head so that he can be uh, bait tracked by a wolf. <laughs> yeah, it's uh it's ah uh, just looking it, it, at it's it. so good. But they're they're both awesome in their own way. Like these are like you yes. if you you want these guys like protecting you basically. They're just uh, R- Richard is showing me uh, NTR's uh, Dr Junior's magnificent body. <laughs> His pecs are so great. Um, it also be, also be noted too; they're both like extremely handsome men for different reasons as well. They're so buff. <laughs> they're so handsome. Like what the fuck? But like, so like, I feel so inadequate. So Rom is able is like, okay, I am going to try to find this this shepherd, this forest guy, so I might so I can get my promotion, right? 
and and beam is because uh, at the beginning of the movie this poor young girl is bought by this like wealthy british woman un like not not to the you know consent of her mother who thought she was just paying for a song or like you know just spending time with them like a thank you and so she takes the kid and and they basically nearly kill the mom they beat her with a stick and then there's the whole uh because ray stevenson's in this movie is like the main imperial bad guy um he's great in it um and uh his he's got his whole thing where he's like uh people would be trying to shoot the the these people the british would be trying to shoot these people and they're like do you know how much the bullet in your gun costs oh my god and he goes to this whole spiel about how it's like, why would you waste a bullet on these people? Just use something else. And it's like so degrading. Yeah. And it's like, it's already bad enough that they're like willing to shoot these people. It's worse that you're like, they're not worth our bullets. Like, fuck you, dude. <laughs> it should also be noted his wife in the movie uh, is played by Allison Duty, <laughs> who you might remember, uh, you know, as, uh, you know, in the um, in in Last Crusade, excuse me. Indiana Jones' Last mm-hmm. Crusade, she's, you know, the lady that both Joneses sleep with. So, you know. And she's terrible. <laughs> like, she's she's so good in the movie, but, like, the character is so evil. Oh, she's so evil. Um, but, yeah, so, like, uh, basically, Beam is sent out by this village to find Malay, the little girl. Um, and so he goes in, basically, undercover to this, to this city where Rom is looking for the forest guy. And so, like, they're basically, like, he's looking for, he, he's looking for the kid, he's looking for Beam, and it's, it's a whole thing. But, uh, there's a, a tragedy that is, almost happens, uh, on this bridge, and this little boy is stuck out in the middle of this, this lake, or this, uh, like, water, and, uh, there's a oil rig, like a train going underneath the bridge, and it catches on fire, and, Again, when we describe it, it's not nearly as exciting, but it's it's very cool. So, <laughs> so, the, so the train falls over, and the whole the whole like water around this kid catches on fire, and he's stuck on this uh this uh like raft or something, and it's almost like a basket. And um, Rom's like, "Oh God, we got, I gotta save this kid!" And he sees Beam across the way, and Beam's like, "Oh God, we gotta save this kid!" And they look at each other, they're like let's do this together (laughs) we don't even know each other but this is how we're meeting it's a bond that like transcends language um you know like you were saying this too it it made you think of ghost dog in that sense um in more ways than one because later on we're gonna get to there's a yeah there's a few ghost dog moments a few ghost dog moments um but they save they save this boy and there's a beautiful montage of these guys just being the best buds and like like and it's like all the classic like best bud like cliche shots but done so wonderful and it's with these two guys like they're walking on train tracks with sticks like ah look at you you're oh we're having fun ah and they're like one's one's riding a, a motorcycle one's riding a horse um and they're just they're just having a good old time but like there's a song a great song playing one of the few great songs in the film um and uh it's basically saying like it's it's kind of foreshadowing like you know these guys are opposites will this end in tragedy but they're best friends and you're like oh like why are you showing me something beautiful that making me worry <laughs> <laughs> oh man oh uh it's it's a trip though oh my god and then we get and then and then after this is like this is actually when the title of the movie actually 
is shown. Yeah. Because it's like, it takes like 40 minutes or so for the title to actually show up. But when it does, you're like, yeah! (laughs) (laughs) It's, um, it's, it's, it's pretty, it's one of those movies where it does earn that, uh, I, I would say, um, it's incredible. But also, um, again, these guys are buds, but also Beam is trying to get into the palace, so find a way to get in the palace so he can, you know, get, get the girl. Uh, so what happens, he meets a white lady, uh, that he, that he's like genuinely attracted to. He's like, oh my God, who is this woman? (laughs) Jenny. (laughs) Like, no, her name's just Jenny. Oh, (laughs) this whole time. I'm like, what? It's such a long name. (laughs) So like, that's the other ghost dog moment is that, cause if you've never seen ghost dog, um, his best friend's like a French ice cream truck guy. And they're best friends regardless of the fact that they cannot understand each other. But they they sort of know what the other's trying to say. Yes. They sort of finish each other's sentences. Um Yeah. Like, we're like it just it's just like, wait a minute, what? <laughs> <laughs> it's oh it's fantastic. Um and so like uh that's sort of what's going on with uh Jenny and Beam, who is in disguise and his his disguise name is Akhtar. Yeah. And uh so like ev- like she's like what's your name and and she says like oh you know he keeps calling her madam and she's like no don't call me madam it's just jenny and he's like that's such a long name don't call me madam it's just jenny what <laughs> and then he tells that to he tells it to rob rob's like man she's just telling you her name's jenny and he's like oh this whole time like what <laughs> but no like she's like she's genuinely like a like a seems like a really good person and so he and she's very beautiful so beams like you know i i don't want her to get hurt i want to i want to i want i want this i want romance and rom notices this and is like i got you man he's the best wingman ever (laughs) best freaking wingman ever so they're riding a motorcycle he they see her driving by and he just grabs some nails and pops her tar- and pops her tires and he's like she's gonna stop right here are you sure yeah I, I just dropped some nails like oh <laughs> <laughs> so the car stops and uh and she's like oh let's uh can you uh can you guys help me like oh yeah yeah uh have him take you on his motorcycle uh to the nearest place or he can help take you home and 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 she's like okay and initially <laughs> initially beams like i don't think i can help her and he's like say you can't she's like okay <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah i can help i, I could definitely help yes <laughs> uh that leads to again the the golden globe and critics choice award-winning moment that is not to not to which i like i I knew a little bit about the movie going into it, and I knew there was like sort of a dance number, but I didn't know when it was going to happen. Because mm-hmm. like it could it could have just been like this arbitrary like look how fun this moment is, but it's not. It's like exciting and thrilling, and it makes sense narratively, and it's just so perfectly placed. Because like um, basically, uh, the uh, Beam and Rom get invited to this party that's happening at the palace. And they're both they're both looking fresh. They have they have suits on, looking sexy. And and um, Jenny goes to Beam. She's like, "Oh my God, you look so great! Thank you for coming." And they start dancing. They're having a good time. And then this one, like string bean of a white boy, 
like pushes pushes uh beam over and he's like what do these people know about dance or culture and you're like i hate you i hate you so much <laughs> and he starts doing all these dances at beam and he's like the flamenco the tango or like the bit when he does swing and then the one black guy that's there who's the, the drummer just goes what the fuck guy mm-hmm. <laughs> what the hell <laughs> and um that's when rom comes in and he's like i got you <laughs> so he picks him up and he's like not tango not flamenco my brother but have you ever heard of natu <laughs> what is natu and then he learns <laughs> the best part about all this okay is i i like to think that there is a deleted scene or the, the um beam's just that good at reading rom rom's mind but like at least he's like okay we it's not likely we're gonna have to use the natu but just in case, <laughs> let us rehearse. <laughs> and this scene... Like, like beforehand. Like, here... Okay, we got it. Here's the thing. And I said this to you. I mean, obviously, the, you, you mentioned, like, this This is great storytelling for, for the movie, but also, it's just great spectacle. Like, it is arguably the most impressive scene in the movie. It's people dancing. Mm-hmm. And it, it's, it's... I said this to you, like, the human body is the best special effect sometimes. Like, seeing these guys dance. Um, I think the craziest part for me is when they're, like, linked up. <laughs> and they do the foot they, thing? They do the foot thing together. Um, oh, my God. If we, tried to, if we tried to do that, we would hurt ourselves and go to the hospital. Um, oh, we'd be dead. Oh, we'd be, we'd we would, be goners. We would perish. We'd be goners. Um, <laughs> we would have to get Wykey and Gifford to host the show officially. <laughs> but it's like, it, it, it's this movie, like, and I remember Roger Molly was... Uh, saying like I didn't know if this was going to be like a, like such a hit with like we- like Western audiences, but the thing is, this is like it's an old school epic. Like when you or old like an old school movie because old school movies. Now I'm going to go refer to something that's not an epic, like Abbott and Costello, um, Hold That Ghost. There's musical numbers mm-hmm. in that movie. There's romance. There's comedy. Movies back in the day they smushed everything into like one movie. You know, yeah. and especially with big epics, you think about like the Ten Commandments. There's the spectacle. There's the ro- the romance, and you know, just the the large scaleness of the of the production. And this, I think, that's what I what one of the things that resonated with me so much with this movie is that it's a movie uh, with these two best friends. It's an epic about two best friends. Everything turns out okay, but it's like it, it's so committed to what it's it, to to the vision. Um, of, mm-hmm. of what it's doing and like i said like every t- every chance it gets this movie like equals or tops itself i think about um the like later on because later on obviously uh they find out who the or at least um rom finds they out. learn the truth they learn the truth yeah um but rom, rom finds finds out beam's secret first um and but so beam when he invades the palace with his horde, I knew there was going to be a horde of animals. I didn't know what it was going to happen. This was my favorite yeah. moment in the movie. You, Richard, can confirm this. I was I like, "Wow!" <laughs> and again, what's great is they're all CGI animals, so no animals were hurt. They've disclaimed, which is the beginning of the movie. Which- which I, I I've heard is is a very common practice in India because obviously the, culturally they have such a respect mm-hmm. for animals, right? And so the vast majority of films in India do primarily use CG animals. 
So that's good. That that is good, but also I, I think you know it's not distract. Like I know there. It's, okay, it's no, not, it's not. It's not distracting. It's, yeah, it's not distracting. Um, no. you know, I'm I just I'm like okay, there's animals. This is great, and it it works because the, the like like Beam is a superhero. He is like he's got the <laughs> he's got like the claw mark on his face. The outfit. I love his outfit. He's like flying out with the with the freaking torches. <sighs> like when he comes past the the tiger, he's like. but then but then then this movie says no no we're not done yet rob comes in on a flaming chariot (laughs) and it's just like it's such an intense scene it's like it's like what they wanted you to feel in civil war like <laughs> it's like this is what I needed in my heart, but it wasn't there. It wasn't there, and they they keep fighting. They keep fighting until the they, until they basically force Beam. Like, okay, if you don't stop, we're going to kill the Goyle. And he's like, and it's like you. And the whole time you can just tell how heartbreaking it is for both of them because they're such good friends. They're 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 basically brothers, and yet. They they both essentially have these goals, like you know, Rom has has to um, get that promotion, and it's not for like you know uh, egotistical reasons. It's not for and because because we learn after the fact that Rom is also undercover. Yes, just as Beam is, which that was the part that made me like because like I was already sad that I was like, no, Rom, stop it. Rob, what are you doing? Rob! But it's like, you learn that Rom is undercover because his village was under attack by the British and um, his father, I believe, or like the head of the village um, was a soldier, was a soldier for the British Army. But when he saw Ray Stevenson doing that whole bullet speech that he does, that's when, that's when he was like, no, I, I quit. I can't do this. I, I, I They're hurting my, my people. Fuck that. And so he goes back to his village and he takes the training with him and tries to train members of his village so that they can defend themselves. Very Seven Samurai-like. Um, and uh, he learns that Rom is a very good shot. Like a ridiculous... Like it's a superpower. He's dead shot, but cooler. <laughs> and so uh, basically... Oh, the, the bridge scene's happening right now, by the way. <laughs> It's it's so good. Yeah. Um. So, so basically, we learn that um, Rom had made a promise to his village after his village was basically attacked by British soldiers that he would get a gun for a weapon for every member of his village so that they can defend themselves from you know the British. And so how he does that is he goes undercover as a British soldier, taking his skills that he learned from his father and his own natural abilities with him. And so that he can rise the ranks to to eventually get to the point where he can get access, probably the most access, to the weapons so he can steal them and get them for his people. And unfortunately, that meant he had to betray his best friend, Beam. And, uh, and it only gets more tragic from that, from that point. Because there's the whole whipping scene. Like, I wanted to bring this up to uh, Rajamali, like, because the, they asked him to, like, submit, like, a top ten list for Sight and Sound. One of his mm-hmm. movies was, um... It, it, uh, you know Actually, I'm just going to read the whole list right now, because yeah, I think it's... the whole list. Because when you watch this movie and you know the list, it makes so much sense. Um, mm-hmm. Forrest Gump. Maya, Maya Bazaar, uh, which I've never seen before. It's the only movie on here I haven't seen. Um, Raiders of the Lost Ark. 
Kung Fu Panda, mm. Aladdin, Braveheart, Apocalypto. Yes, we have two Mel Gibson movies on here. Uh, Ben-Hur, Django Unchained, speaking of your Tarantino um, connection, mm. and The Lion King. These are big movies. Um, musical numbers. Music, action scenes. I mean, action scenes, but I'm thinking about, like, the Gibson. I'm thinking about Passion of the Christ, which is not on this list, but I'm thinking about, like, the whipping scene and just, like, the, br- the just sheer brutality of this sequence. Um, mm-hmm. And I was like, good God. <laughs> it was... It's, oh, my... So, without going too much into detail into it, just for, you know, but uh, basically what happens is... You know, Beam's captured, Rom is promoted, and he, he finally has access, but he's obviously distraught by this. He's like, what, like, I finally got what I, what I wanted, but what, at what price, at what cost? Mm-hmm. You know, I said I was willing to do anything to help my village, but does that mean portraying someone that not only was I close to, but someone who's essentially on a similar mission as I am? Just wanting to save this, this young kid who got kidnapped? Like, you know, what was the point of that? And it really came to a head for him when the whipping scene happened because essentially uh, Beam is strung up in public and is is basically being forced to kneel by the British and they make Rom the one to whip him. And so he, he's like he's like trying to, you know, talk to him, be like, Listen, I don't want to hurt you, so just kneel and this we could we can get this over with and he's like, No. Mm. And so he, he uh much to his detriment starts whipping him and uh freaking queen the freaking like like woman the it from indiana jones i forget her name already allison duty thank you uh she's like this is no fun i wanted to see blood pooling at his feet what the hell so she pulls out this freaking like something that like a kid in the 80s would have invented i feel like like along with like the nail baseball bats like oh i got something even better um and so basically she she pulls out this black whip that is covered in spikes and he's like she's like use this and he's like are you fucking kidding me are you serious and He's like, okay. And he's like, don't make me do this. And he still refuses to kneel. So Rom's even trying to pull tricks so that Beam just kneels, but he doesn't even fall to the ground. Like, he refuses outright. Like, the closer he gets to the ground, the less his knees are even touching. Mm -hmm. And so he keeps whipping him, and it's so heartbreaking. And then, and Beam's basically like trying to prove, like, listen, I, it doesn't matter. Cause this is like I'm not I'm not gonna fold to the British. I don't care what's going on. So he starts singing a very I think it's a variation. I know it's in the same tune of the first song you hear in the movie that the little girl sings. Mm. And so, uh, oh, they're swinging right now. They're doing the, <laughs> they're doing the swing. Um, but yeah, that's it's it's a pretty intense um, sequence. Definitely hard to watch and um, and mm-hmm. sit through. Uh, but I think. I think ultimately, like, Rom realizes, wait a minute, like, I look at, like, those people became weapons, basically, because because of Beam, you know, so it's kind of like getting, like, a similar result to what he wanted, but even without the, without using the guns, um, which I think, Mm -hmm. which I think is an, is an interesting, um, is an interesting point. It's like, like the inspiration to, to rise up against, like, you know, rise, revolt, like, you know, rise up against the occupiers, basically. The Imperials, uh, yeah. Yeah. Like, at, at a certain point, you know, Beam, 
the, the, the scene where Beam is 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 freed and it, like escapes <laughs> is such a ridiculous um, sequence of events where it's like he doesn't realize fully that Rom is on his side and Rom's trying to save his ass. <laughs> <laughs> It's just like the the, the things that his bo- that Rom's body does in that scene where where he like lands on it, even though he's all like beat up, he's like ah, he's taking down dudes. <laughs> there's that there's that whole bit where uh, he's running and he's like he's like trying to shoot the guy that's like behind Beam, but like of course Malay's in front of him, so he's got the gun. He's like no. <laughs> <laughs> You're like oh my god. And then, of course, after after Beam escapes, um, Rom is thrown in prison. And I love, I love, I love the bit because, like, it's like I think a couple of months or so passes after this. They, they like kind of briefly mention it in a in a sentence or so. And um, Ray Stevenson's like, "I hope he's groveling. I hope he's weak and he's on his knees and he's he's you know starving because we've starved him." And then they go to visit Beam in his cell, and he's just, his hair's longer, his beard's longer, he's significantly sexier than he already was. He's freaking doing chin-ups, and you're like, God damn! No, the best, though, is they put him in the solitary, like, um, cube, and mm-hmm. and he still is, like, lifting himself up and down. I'm like, jeez! These guys he's just like, don't give up! I'm staying jacked. I don't give a shit. But also, like they're looking, they're looking for Beam and his and his friends. Um, but we find, but then this lady saves him, and as it turns out, the lady is Sita, who is Ram's fiance. And then Beam realizes this, and is like, "Holy fucking shit! I need." He's to- actually on the same mission. He is my best fucking friend still. Oh my god! I gotta save his butt. <laughs> I will so, lay down my life to save him. So then we get arguably the most badass best friend fight scene ever. <laughs> like, ever. Like, like listen, there's so many great ones. There are. But this one, holy shit. <laughs> like, it starts off... Um, so Beam gets to Rom. They do the, like... I love that they do the, like ground tapping which echoes like how Rom was saying like I, I've been bit by a snake earlier in the movie so that Beam can save him right and uh basically that's how he finds him because they do the, the like that whole thing and <laughs> and so uh unfortunately Rom's legs are still kind of you know injured so he can't walk properly so what does he do oh boy oh boy piggyback ride <laughs> So you got basically this giant, beautiful man with four arms in Beam and Rob just connect. I feel like this is what you want me to do when we're in when we're in Disney, and you're like, I can't walk Epcot anymore. Richard, hop on my shoulders. Listen, you you walk fast. I walk slowly. That's just how it works. I need to get on them shoulders. (laughs) But like, that's a crazy. That's a crazy sequence. Um, but then, like, we really, like, shit gets more intense because Rom becomes Rom. <laughs> <laughs> it's not subtle. Guys, his fiance is Sita for, for, um, for you know, if, if you need to look up who that is in the grand scheme of things, um, look it up. It's it's not subtle, which is what I love about this movie. No, but listen, subtlety be damned, okay? <laughs> this is... 
this movie is too good to be subtle okay um so so they, so they're like you know he becomes rom starts shooting arrows and and he again he looks even sexier like that one shot with the bow and arrow and the, the light comes behind him in the forest you're like jesus christ <laughs> <laughs> quite literally yes like, this is amazing like this is a god this is this is a god. Yes, they're they're basically superheroes, um, like beam throwing motorcycles. <laughs> yes, like when that happened, I was like the first time I watched this movie when he picks up the motorcycle and like chucks it. I'm like, yes, yes. It really just like it's so beautiful because you can clearly tell what they're doing. Like it, it's just like a beautiful tapestry of action and violence. Uh, that is occurring on screen. Um, I love um, just that that whole the whole sequence. I love the like the 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 British guy who's like, we need reinforcements. What's his name? Edward, <laughs> something like that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> this snivelly like like tuxedo wearing dude is like the right hand. Right. Oh look, they're on each other's shoulders right now. Sorry, <laughs> but but the, the the greatest thing is is like they like the motorcycle. <laughs> launches <laughs> the motorcycle launching into the palace it doesn't hit them but it explodes the palace the whole thing goes down and then and then um it's a final like confrontation uh with with rom and ray stevenson and uh that beam comes out with these giant crates <laughs> of all the weapons he's like i got you man <laughs> All the weapons! Oh, it's so good. It's so good. Ugh. And um, all of this, I mean, they get, they get Ray, Ray Stevenson. He's dead. He he gets killed in a. Uh, he's down. He's, he's dead. dead. He's dead. Um, and uh, everybody, everybody who Matt, who you like, is alive, basically. And then we get another glorious uh, song and dance, um, but this time it's like the actors. Uh, you get NTR, you get Rom, you get uh, the actor that played Jenny, Sita, uh, Sita, SS Rajamali joins in. Also, He's dancing. Also, the da- um, Rom's dad in the flashbacks is dancing. <laughs> it's beautiful. It's uh, now this should also be noted too, as as American viewers. It might play a little differently for us, because um, I know and Patrick Williams mentioned this in the video too, and I've heard this discourse online. Just like it's been labeled as a propaganda film, also, mm-hmm. um, yeah. Just um, Indian politics over the last few years and and that sort of thing. Um, the difference between this and other propaganda films is that this is actually well made. <laughs> like, that, <that's>, <laughs> like people, like, people like you actually up, give a shit what's happening. You give a shit. Um, I mean, again, I don't want to say justify, you know, whatever, but that, that you mm-hmm. know, again, it's not my place, but I think about things like Triumph of the Will, which was in the book, A Thousand One Movies You Must See Before You Die, despite being the, but the, despite the fact that it's not even a good movie, it's just, oh, this is a great movie. It's just, there has that reputation just because they said it has it. It's like, look at this amazing movie. And it's like, okay, all that's about it is you're just showing me off like bullshit about Nazi Germany guys. <laughs> like, uh. She, uh, the, the director, I forget her name, but she's a hack fraud. <laughs> 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 Sorry, like, 
no and then like birth of a nation you, uh, you don't need to apologize <laughs> birth, this is true i don't uh birth of a nation like kind of a similar way where it's just like oh this thing it, it's not really that influential guys it isn't and it's it's uh, it's so boring and it's racist uh, like it's 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 the two worst things you could be boring and racist at least this movie is just like like screw british imperialism you know there's at least like that like, like that's not a bad thing. Like <laughs> that's not a bad. Ma- but again, there there is that component that is probably lost yeah. is lost on us as Western viewers. I, I do know that s- some British viewers had some issue with that, and it's like that's just no. Listen, history. but listen, but listen. It's like with Americans, where it's like, listen, you just got to accept the fact that we did some terrible things, still do some yes. terrible things. Yes, like, and if you can't if you can't find it within yourself to be like, okay. That you need a lot of soul searching, my friend. I don't know, I don't know, like no. But like, think about like the passing. I didn't mean, but like the Queen passing, no, yeah. right? Everybody has a different reaction to that. Some people are like, "Yes, oh, it was a comfort thing," and other people are like, "Fuck her. She is a representation of everything wrong with imper- British imperialism, the monarchy, and all that stuff." You know, so it's like. Yeah, I mean, like, guys, imperialism was a thing. Like, did you not take it's, it's history? Again, did you fall again, asleep? I I love, uh, there was an interview, I talked about this before, there's an interview that uh, um, Flula Borg did on Conan, and uh, he was talking about, like, how much he loves uh, Die Hard, and, like, the bat, like, 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 Alan Rickman in that movie is, you know, plays off like he's a German guy, and, and Conan was like, like, how do you feel that a lot of, uh, a lot of German movies, uh, or a lot of movies have, like, German villains in them, and he's like, well, do you know our history? <laughs> and Conan's like, yeah, you got a point. It's like, it's, it's like, it's like, we've done some awful shit. It's unfortunate. Yeah, so, like, still doing Because when I first heard the controversy and I heard that side of it, I'm like, that's bullshit. Yeah. I'm sorry. Like, yeah, I, I, yeah, uh, I was, uh, I was the, immediately like, unequivocally why that's like me saying oh that's like it's like that's like if i said i have a problem with the way white people are portrayed in Django unchained guys (laughs) stop it (laughs) you stop it please you're but like again the other side of that i can totally understand like maybe just that's like it might be tone a little tone deaf and from that angle of it um so yeah you know, not to say again. I still enjoy the movie. I'm gonna probably go watch it again very soon because my brother I, has. I'm literally. It's playing right it's now. It's playing. Um, but again, this movie. I think it's. It does a lot that I think we've been like missing. In it feels like we've been missing in movies. Like the action is big. Mm-hmm. The musical numbers are fantastic. It's colorful. I can tell what's going on in the action. The CGI is there, and it's neat when it's needed. You know. Um, I didn't look at it's, it like as like okay, ooh, it's CG. No, I'm like okay, he's Rashomon is using all the techniques that are his disposal. It's a kitchen sink thing. He's using all the techniques that he has, and it's like he brings out this. It's like the best way I can describe this. I, I know you want to say something. This is <laughs> like imagine a buffet, but all of the food is fresh, fresh, and it's stuff you love. Stuff that you love. It's fresh. It, which never happens with the. I mean, buffets are fun, no, but it's like never. maybe not so much with COVID. But like, for for me, for me, it would be like if it was a buffet just for me. Yes, no, yeah, that's important too. <laughs> with fresh sure. food, and, but um, like I think it like to go off your point of uh, it's what we've been missing. It you're, you're absolutely on the money with that because like 
I think of the the cinema landscape po- pre uh, pre COVID and how like yeah we we got a handful of great movies periodically but the vast majority of the movies felt kind of factory process. We're talking about big thing. We're talking about big movies yeah. here too. I mean, yes, there's smaller movies, movies out there. Like, cause RR, I think we can comfortably put in the conversation of like, cause it's the most expensive Indian movie ever made. So we can come sort of put in that conversation, but keep going. please. Yeah. So like, we're at this point where it's like, yeah, we're getting some movies that are entertaining, but nothing feels like exciting. Like, 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 Joey and I would often talk about how, like, the last time we were both, like, genuinely excited going to the movies was, like, probably Mad Max, which was in 2015. And then, like, after that, it was, like, I mean, yeah, there was movies that we loved that came out after the fact, but nothing that was, like, th- like there was never that wow factor anymore where, like, you were both emotionally invested but also incredibly entertained. And it it felt like it's been gone for a long time. And... The one, the one positive I can say about the landscape during COVID is just that filmmakers are like, well, if we're going to, I know a lot of them have said this too, like if we're going to make movies so that people can actually go to the theater to watch them, if they're still kind of hesitant, like myself, let's give them something to go see. Yeah. Let's actually put, put a good foot forward. Let's actually give a shit and let's make some movies that people feel are worthy to see in the theater. You know, you see, like, like this past year we talked about, there were so many, like, it's insane, so many fantastic movies that came out last year. And even, like, like stuff based on IPs and stuff based on wholly original stuff. Like, genuinely, a lot of exciting things came out in 2022. Like, and this is just another one of those great things. And it it's almost feels like, along with, I would even argue, like, Everything Everywhere All at Once or... Um, you know, some of these other movies that came out, like it feels like the the perfect representation of the best that cinema can offer, of like what you can do with these movies. It's very as they I've heard this thrown around maximalist. Um, yeah, all all these um, all these things, like and it's it like there was a period of time where I feel like Marvel did have some of the best block, but not not to dog on Marvel again, mm. but like. Marvel, there was a period of time where Marvel had some of the best blockbusters, and this year is one of those years where it's not true. Because you have stuff like Top Gun, Maver- Top Gun Maverick, Avatar The Way of Water, and I would say, I would put this up there too. Like, this is a gigantic production. It wears its it wears its emotions on its sleeve. The action is incredible. It, it delivers everything you could want. I feel like there is some... Like, I showed... I'm not that my mom would watch the movie, but I showed my mom the Not To Not To, and I showed her the trailer. She's like, that looks amazing. Like, they, for her... Like, and it, it's a movie... I'm like, this is not a movie she would watch in a million years, but it's like, to be able to appreciate the level of craft that is going on um, in the, in this movie, um, I think it's really special. It genuinely is. And so it's, it's nice that, you know, we're getting... I hope that like this, a lot of movies, including this one, RRR, kind of give filmmakers that sort of inspiration to want to just kind of just go for it. You know what I mean? Not to say every movie needs to be that, but it's it's except. Are you okay? Yeah, sorry. I Did you see I a saw, bug? I thought I saw a bug. I'm gonna get it after this. this is just chilling out. I think it might be on my TV. This is like the this is like the spider thing. Remember? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like. I, I did find the spider. In case anyone is ever curious, I've ever updated about that. This oh is God. a long. This is this is like I'm ten so, episodes ago. I'm so sorry. You were saying. <laughs> no, you're fine. You're fine. Um, but no, like I I do hope that you know 
more movies like this or mo- like movies like this inspire others and um also i i i, I hope i, I do want to watch more of these kinds of movies more tollywood movies admittedly because yes. like tollywood cinema and Bollywood, like again there's all types of different uh cinema in india this one being tollywood because it's telugu the language. telugu tollywood because there's another tollywood uh, tollywood yes yes thank you <laughs> i almost um, made it a bojack joke by calling it tollywood <laughs> oh my god <laughs> <laughs> anyway um so oh but that's also the other big thing with this too is the language um oh yeah yeah on netflix you can watch this in hindi but that's not the original language of the movie um but as i understand it outside of the songs um the the actors did record their lines in a bunch of these language bunch of these languages yeah so it's still them it's just it's just kind of awkward to watch it when because like when you when you watch it it's it's like weird because i'm like you've seen you've you've obviously seen movies that were dubbed over like i've yeah. seen movies that were dubbed over mm-hmm. um but typically it's like in english so that you know you know if there's like a like you're watching godzilla and there's a japanese character and so the the audio over is in english um oh joey's joey <laughs> joey is so prepared to get get the bug and then we can continue. i am i'm just trying to oh it's not a bug what yeah. is it i don't know Anyway, keep going. Uh, okay, okay. So, um, <laughs> uh, so it's, it's a it's a bit stranger when you go on Netflix to watch uh, the movie, and it there's there's it's they're speaking in Hindi, but it doesn't match their mouths, and like my OCD uh, does not like that at all. Um, so, it, but it is it is nice, and the and uh, the filmmakers and everyone involved has said it was it's great that Netflix does offer that people that opportunity to watch the movie. It's just he he has said that he was disappointed that it is only in that language, but uh, this what I they do have some other Raj like they have the Bahubali movies on there, but I think they're also only in Hindi, which um, um, which makes sense because Hindi is a larger larger language yeah. sect than um, section than uh, Telugu, but. Um, in America, if you do want to watch the movie in its native language, I would recommend, uh, getting the app Z5, mm-hmm. which is just Z-E-E-5. Um, it is, I do believe it is primarily an Indian, uh, streaming service and they even have like original programming on there and stuff, but, um, they have RRR in all the other languages besides Hindi, including its original native language. So, um, if you do want to watch the movie, I would personally recommend watching it like that. But if you just want to do Netflix, I think that's great as well. And you still get the same experience because it's amazing in any language. Yeah. Regardless, it, this is, um, it's a masterpiece. It is an exceptional, like spectacle experience. Every, all the descriptors we have said, it is all that and more. Richard is showing me more of not to, not to. The suspender part. The suspender happened. part. Uh, that's pretty great. Um, folks, uh, I think it's going to wrap it up because I think we pretty much, we covered it pretty nicely, um, I think. Ultimately, watch this damn movie because it's so fun. Yes. It's exciting. It's action-packed. It's got dance sequences. And, uh, yeah, it's 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 incredible. Yes. I, I highly recommend it to everybody. We highly recommend it to everybody. The best friends that is two dudes. <laughs> recommend this movie it gets uh two thumbs up from the two dudes uh for sure uh folks mm. 
folks, that's going to wrap it up uh, for this special presentation of Two Dudes. Check us out next time. Have a good night, everyone. Guys, stop it. <laughs> <laughs>